I heard you like wouldn't have sex during your last pregnancy. You're doing that with this one? I couldn't do it because I have so much pain during sex. Ugh. Um, and after I have to like ice myself sometimes and it's good in the moment. It's not like I'm yeah. being tortured the whole time, but at the end I'm like, ouch, like stung. It's called something vaginismus where I think it's going to really hurt. It's like mostly mental. And then I go, like, clench. and so I have to like go to physical therapy soon. And I'm like, I guess to I'll wait till this is out. Mm. And then, uh, being pregnant, I couldn't in the beginning, in that one, I, I was just scared he's going to poke it. And I, and I, I know he's not, but like I couldn't. How dirty is this pod? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of High Low with Amrata. Today we have the Megan Trainer in the studio. She came in with basically her whole family, her brother, Chris Olsen, her husband, a team of like 12 people. It was very cute. Everyone was really nice. And um, Chris and her brother sat in the room. And so it just felt like a really cozy conversation. I'm very excited for you to hear this. Um, Megan doesn't give a shit, man. I like, I feel like I don't have that much of a filter, but she's really good about not having a filter. I think she's incredibly honest. And we talk everything from writing anthems and what inspires her anthem writing to literally her vagina. <laughs> uh, a lot of pregnancy stuff, obviously, in this one. Enjoy it. Stay tuned for more High Low with Emrata. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. Wow. Megan Trainer's here. Wow. Hi. I am so happy you're here. Congratulations huh. on the book, the baby number two. So many things. It's absolutely incredible. I wanted to start with mother. The second you put that up on TikTok, I was like, oh, I think I commented on some video. I don't really comment on TikToks. And I wrote like, I wasn't ready for this. Because you and Chris, I was like, this is the most major the Chris, mother, Auntie as Chris, you call yeah. her. <laughs> it's cool. Do I have dreams where Chris Jenner wants to rep me? Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> Same. I actually had one of those three days ago. She would. She will. I. It's okay. I've accepted that I wasn't. I wasn't born a Kardashian. I'm like learning to live with it. So, what was the shoot like? Tell me. Oh, about the best it. day of my whole life. Okay. How a did the concept of, come together? Um, I wrote Mother like after made you look popped off, and we we're all panicking. Like, how do I follow that? Like, we're doomed. And I was like, well, it has to be upbeat. Like four on the floor. I wish Sandman was always remixed like that. Like I think it'd be so fun. And then I'm I was three months pregnant, and I was like, it's cool if I'm like I'm literally mother right now. I wish it just said mother. And then I was like, I've always wanted to do a song about mansplaining though. Like I still get mansplained to every day, and I'm like so sick of it. Of people telling me like, here's how you should do your career, and I'm like, no, thank you. Um, so then I wanted to put that in a song and I did like, I am your mother, you listen to me, stop all that mansplaining, no one's listening. And I wrote the chorus like in Glam one day. And then for the music video, I was pregnant and Made You Look was a very 
difficult video for me to shoot. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. I know. Yeah, so I was like, I cried so hard that night. I was like, music videos shouldn't be this hard. So going into Mother, I was like, God, I'm pregnant. This is going to be worse. Like, I don't want it to just be me again, like doing a full dance routine, like bloated. But at three months, I was already fully showing. And we were like giggling, dreaming out loud. Like, what if we had the mother of all mothers? She is the mother it. of all mothers. She is. She's the mother of all of us. So are you guys, were you guys like friends or did you just cold call her? Um, or what's the deal? So it was like, we knew a mutual friend and I begged, I said, do you think you could ask? Because I've, I've been taught this year, like the worst you could do is ask. Totally. And so now I ask for everything. And two weeks of silence and then she said yes the day before my birthday and I've never cried so hard in my it life. It really was a birthday present. It was like, a birthday gift. I can't handle this, I'm pregnant. I was like, are we sure? You know. Yeah. So cool. And was she cool to work with? The best to she, work with. You guys both looked really good in the we video. We were so prepared. Thank you so much. Mm. I was like, how am I going to stand next to her? She's perfect. No, um, you looked perfect too. We, we were so prepared. We worked like, usually the music video will be like, it's in three days. We'll scramble and figure it out. For two weeks, we were setting this up. Like, what's her green room going to look like? What are her hours going to look like? It was like a quick two hours or something. And then we were like, we'll get her in and out, make it the easiest, most fun day. Let her feel like a superstar pop star princess and let her leave which she gives and she so gives obviously and she did you she did, did a great, great job yeah i just loved chris jenner talking about mansplaining oh, so the good ultimate mother i i don't know <laughs> i just was like this all came together so nicely after that i was like i retire because like how do i talk definitely that? please don't retire i won't but like oh my God. get to work we win the next <laughs> one honey work. TikTok won't survive. I know. Without I'll it. just give birth and <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you have a crazy amount of output. I'm really impressed by all the Thank things you so you're much. doing. One more question about Chris <laughs> Jenner. I'm so sorry. No, I heard about the gifts. Can you elaborate, please? Once you're in, you're in. We just Girl. gotta get you in. I'm surprised you're not in. I mean, like, she, like, will say hi. <laughs> it's no big deal. She says that's hi. That's a big start. Yeah, I didn't, you. I, I didn't have a high before. Oh, I get highs. I'm really yeah, happy about the highs. Huge. Once you're on text chain with her, it's over, Rover. Like, I get paragraphs of nothing but sweet love. Oh. Of, like, your joy. You are bright. You are everything. And I'm like, oh, my God. But so yeah, you got a she, second mom. If I see her, mm -hmm. the next day there's a gift at my door. Like what kind of gift? I told her I'm homeschooling my kids and she sent a keyboard the next day. I was like, here's her music class. And I cried. That's so cute. It's so cute. It's so thoughtful. She also like sends all her daughter's products my way, you know? Yeah. She's yeah, like, yeah. oh, we got to get Kylie baby for you, for your next baby. I was like, I would love that. I already bought all of it. But yes, you can send more. <laughs> I heard a really good story about her gift giving. She was meeting up with a designer and his teenage daughter was there. And she was like late and she came in and saw the daughter's size and then was like, I'll be right back. And then basically came in with like bags, bags. and bags of skims in yeah. the perfect size for the daughter. Yeah. And I was like, what a legend. I mm, went to her office yeah. to do TikToks and she walked me at the end to skims to Kylie. She's like, here, literally, to she's my... like, let's go to this closet. And I was just like, please let me go. I feel bad. Like I, these are two bags already. They're full. And she's like are you sick of me? And I was like, no, I just don't deserve any of this. So let me leave and not bug you. You anymore. definitely deserve <laughs> it. But also I just love that she has like all of her businesses, like closets where she yeah. can just be like, please take a look at all Literally. the products that I. She's like, take them. Makes me happy. And I was like, okay. That is okay. All right. Well, I don't know how you're going to top it, but I know I you will. It was a dream. I know you will top it. I haven't woken up yet. You're homeschooling Riley in number yeah. two. Yeah. 
And we can say two little boys. Two little boys. Congratulations. All I do is make boys, I guess. <laughs> I read in your book that you were disappointed that for I had yeah. I had the same thing. You um, did? Thanks yeah. for admitting it. I know. Well now I like of course can't imagine yeah. anything else. Yeah. But I did have the same like kind of just never even imagined having a boy. Yeah. Always imagined a little girl. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't devastated, but it was yeah, it was like getting told you're pregnant all over again. Yeah. I was like, oh. I was like, oh my God. I didn't even know. Yeah, I guess I have a boy. Sure. You talk about so many things in the book that I think people, I mean, you're just very, I think of myself as not a super private person. You are very unfiltered. Yeah. I was reading the book and I was like, Jesus. Damn. <laughs> she yeah. does it. But I think it's so nice, especially around obviously pregnancy and motherhood to have that. I just wish I had that when I was going through it. You know, yeah. I didn't know Stretch March could start at your vaheen and work its way up. Oh. I didn't know they could be in the back of your arms. I was like, what does that have to do with this? Did you like being you pregnant? Know. No. Um, I don't know. I was good. I was okay at it. The gestational diabetes sucked. Yeah. And I didn't know you... that was a thing. And my mom's like, that's not a thing. I was like, it's a thing, dude. And I have a whole nother job now. But um, I, I got, I'm so fortunate that I got to work with this amazing dietitian afterwards. And she changed my whole life to where this pregnancy, I passed all my tests. Hell yeah. I didn't have it. We love that. But yeah, that that sucked. And I was like selling a Christmas album during COVID. So I was just Zooming all day. And my husband would be like pricking my blood on the side of the laptop and was like, you're good. Or oh. would be like, you have to eat this now. And I was like, I have five minutes. And they're like, your blood sugar is going to drop. We have to eat it. And I was like, okay. That makes it so hard. That's like yeah. breastfeeding or something where you have to like be so aware of every single thing. And I, I, I Googled so much like, why is breastfeeding hard? No one gave examples. They were just like, when it sucks. I was like, but why? Why is it going to suck? I didn't know my nipple couldn't fit in their mouth. I was just going to say, what Heck? made it suck for you? My, I was told my nipples were too small. I, I mean, like, that's cute. I know. I was like, <laughs> you're like, oh, sorry. I was like, my perfect I'm little nipples. <laughs> They're so small. Um, but after you pump, I was like, these could fill, these could fill, these could fill a mouth. You know, how does this not work? And then um, everyone in my family breastfed, not a problem. I thought I'd be a tank. I thought I would need to get an extra fridge because I'd be just flowing milk. I had no milk. I'd pump all day, all night, Ugh, and I'd get pumping one so serving, depressing too. One serving size. Oh my god! And we were like, "That's the holy bottle. Like, don't drop it." <laughs> I was so unprepared for the breastfeeding part because I was so nervous about pregnancy and birth, and like yeah. making sure he was safe oh, you didn't and even think about superstitious it? and stuff. So I was like, "I can't think about that." Once I crossed that bridge, well, I should have fucking done that. I thought I was going to get my body back and like, not like physically, but kind of emotionally, like I, I wouldn't have to be responsible oh, anymore yeah. for like this other life that I was carrying around. And it was totally the opposite. Was, like every two hours feeding, oh, yeah. pumping and the pumping really depressed me. I liked breastfeeding. Like I did get that feeling that they talk really? about where you like get all cozy. And, oh, man. But the pumping, I was like... <laughs> Really? I feel, I hate, I mean, it was so hard. I like, you look down, you don't recognize your body and then you have this like plastic thing attached to you and you're being milked. Yeah, you're being milked. Like an actual Everyone's like, cow. what's it feel like? I was like, exactly what you think it feels like. You're being tugged. Just uh, like, <laughs> I and like, I would oh, just no. sit at the table and like just drink water and be oh, like, yeah. 
How long? And then I yeah, just, I not hate when much you would leak, come out. You and I would leak, and then oh, no yeah. one would tell me. They're like, oh, by the way, well, like, you have to wake long? up. Even if you're not waking up, this is like the kind of stuff that again, you know, your friends will be like, well, you know, you don't have to da 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 whatever. You don't understand that no matter what, if you're breastfeeding, you pretty much have to wake up to pump because or, they hurt. Because they hurt. They'll swell up. Oh my God. There like, was one night I remember I was so tired and like, I think it was like, I was like, okay, I'm not going to wake up for this feeding. I had milk stored and um, I woke up the morning and it was like, my bra was soaked and my boobs were aching. And I was like, I, I yeah, this is a shit they don't tell you. They though. don't tell you. I didn't know I need a vibrator for my boobies. Wait, I didn't have a vibrator Wait, for my boobies. you should have got one. It was Wait, amazing. what do you mean? <laughs> like there'll be clogged ducks right oh, like yeah. there's the like little like little milk room. pockets and they would hurt and i would like they make vibrators for your boobies i already bought mine for this time and they heat up and they're so nice and i was just like ah, i think know, i never use those but i did it's like frida baby or something makes them there's a or, bunch of them okay, yeah okay all over amazon um so how's pregnancy number two pregnancy number two is um, there's some places where i don't talk about the raunchiness but i'm gonna give it to you here okay wow um, we're in a safe place wow gushing blood in the beginning <laughs> sorry that's so scary um, to the point where i was like oh that's my period and i was on fallon performing made you look and i did a tiktok that was like got my period during sound check i was it was implantation bleeding and i like because i've heard of that i didn't have that though. i didn't have it at all i was like waiting for the implantation because it's supposed I, to be a little spy i was just gonna say i, picture... I was gushing. gushing gushing i was like oh it's a period i need a tampon and I was devastated because I was I was trying to get pregnant too. So um, I was like, "Fuck! I, I feel like I lost another month," you know. And I we went to Carbone and like I had a little tiny glass of wine and I look back I'm like, oh, "I was pregnant." Okay, I, I'm okay. I know so many people are going to listen to this and be convincing themselves that they're pregnant, they're, even though they're on I, their period. I, like, I just had a second. All the where stories like, where they're like, "I didn't know I was pregnant." I was like, "You're lying." Yeah. I didn't know I was pregnant. And then a month later, exactly when my period comes, I was trying still to get pregnant and I took a pregnancy test early, like a day before my missed period. And I it was it was pregnant so fast. And I was like, it's twins. I was so happy I filmed it, put it on TikTok. And then I did a whole morning of interviews, like beaming of joy, like, oh my God, I can't wait to tell everybody. And I bled through my pants onto the chair. Like there's still a stain on my chair, I gotta throw it away. And I went to the bathroom sobbing and I still had another interview after. So I'm like on with Ryan Seacrest, like, hey, everything's great. I'm thriving and I'm like losing a child right now. Like I had no, my doctor's like, it could be a chemical pregnancy, which I didn't know what that meant. And, and it could be a miscarriage or it could be, it just wasn't What's a chemical good. pregnancy? It's something like your body thought you were pregnant right. or like, it was so close, but it was never going to be a thing. And so your body was like, we're probably pregnant. And so you like, immediately posted. No, 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 oh, I didn't. OK, I, I was filmed like, it. Oh. And I was like, now I got to burn those videos because you were like, this I had to be walk a tragic around. memory. I told everyone that morning in my house, like, yeah, I'm pregnant. And then I had to cry later and was like, so no, it's a no go. Like I'm bleeding. Worst cramps of my life. Oh. I was like, oh, this must be a miscarriage. Like this is a doozy. And so different than your first time. So different. So, and so confusing. My doctor, because I kept feeling like pregnant and like crap, like a flu. And um, my doctor's like, for fun, just keep testing yourself. Like keep peeing on a stick every morning, see what happens. You should be negative in a few days. And I was positive every day for like 10 days straight. I bought like, so many sticks. And I was like, can I do a blood test? I'm going crazy. Like, is there a baby or is there not? Yeah. And my blood torture. test said my numbers were at 90,000. And I was like, it's twins. 
Like I thought I'd be four to six weeks pregnant. You're like, I'm so I was pregnant. like, I'm so pregnant. Like that that was so much bleeding because it's two of them. And it's just so Do much implantation. I want twins. I think it's two for one deal. You're I think sick. it's awesome. You're unwell. I want twins. Okay, here's the thing. I used to say when I was like little, I'd be like, I want twins. I'll do it. Like have this You're like sick. dream of whatever. And then I got pregnant and I was like, wow, I'm I really hope I didn't no, manifest I that for myself. So much with one. My husband's like Two is a lot, but you want a lot of kids, right? I want a lot of kids, so I know I have to do this over and over again, and it's it's a scary ride. Four to six, four, yeah. Okay, four is in the book, but then I heard something about it can't be odd; it has to be even number. Is this like? Do you want to talk about this odd versus even? Is it? Are you a little? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) A little. Everything has to be perfect. Yeah. I'm a little um superstitious, and like weirdly, I'll be like this. If I do this thing, then everything will go poorly or something. So I don't know if that's what I feel for you. Yeah. Love that. It's a control thing. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't actually help with. And in pregnancy, you have no control. So I learned surrender was my mantra. That was my big lesson, and I think it's a really good one that prepares you for motherhood too. Yeah. How's it? How's Riley? How's it? How's how's it? How's How's motherhood? It is fantastic. It is the best thing ever that ever happened to me. And I knew it would be good. Oh, I just got a knock on my belly. I knew it would be good, but I didn't know it would be so good. And everyone was like, the warnings were brutal. They're like, you're going to have no sleep. You're going to lose yourself and, and your life ends and theirs begins. And I was like, no, dude, opposite. Like, I go to bed earlier now. I get more sleep now, if anything. And I've only become like the best version of me because I have inspiration like times a hundred. I look at that kid and I'm like, I want to be the best me I've ever been for you and show you that you want something, you can go get it. You work hard for it, you can go get it. Um, I'm on my bed right now and I'm getting emotional. I'm like, I'm speaking of this right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I like, really do. You look at that that thing, that kid, and you're like, I'll do anything for you. Uh, how about balancing work with it? Because you obviously it's so are doing, brutal. it's like really hard. in huh? LA right now, and I want to cry every minute. I'm so hormonal. So how do you do it? Because um, like, I mom. need to know. Okay, <laughs> my yeah. mom's babysitting. I have a village of people you saw. There's yes. like 30, my team is consists of 30 people. Because, like, I bring everyone everywhere because I need them or I will die. I will Mm. break down. Mm. I can't do this without them. Um, My brother, like, he's my photographer, but he's more than that. He's, like, my life coach and my lifeline. Um, And How many years apart are you guys? A year and five days. Oh, wow. He's my Irish twin almost. What the? Jesus. Yeah, my mom was like, blah, blah, blah. Damn, respect. Yeah. Honestly, get it done. Get it done. That's also why I thought I had a daughter and like why I really want a daughter some days because my relationship with my mom is one of a kind. And I'm like, I was going to say, I've heard you have a really amazing oh my relationship God, she's my with everything. Mom. Relationship oh, she's like- just, um, she's so selfless that she seems like she like gave up her soul to be our mom and like would do it. Like if Ryan, especially Ryan, my older bro, if he murdered someone, she'd be like, I did it fully. He had nothing to do with this. Take me, you know, like... She, that's the kind of mom she is. Very selfless. Very, Just unconditional like, love. Unconditional. Like, yeah, is obsessed with us and will do anything and will be my mommy till the day it's over, you know? She was my number one super fan. Was your mom there the whole way? Oh, she would come. I, my first gig was, like, my first job was, well, that wasn't with them, was playing a three-hour set. Could you imagine? Now I'm like, I won't do 40 minutes. A three-hour set at a restaurant on Nantucket 
Um, so everyone's like eating and not paying attention. But when I would perform for some reason, all the kids would come up and dance with me. And it was like a show. And I was like, I am Taylor Swift. I'm a superstar. Which, And by my the way, parents were there are. every night. Aww. And they were like rooting me on. And my mom was like, do you need water? Like, and she's my assistant nowadays. Like she is usually with me by my side and is like, hey, let me check your teeth, Listerine. You know, she's like so good to me. That is so nice. But, you have yeah. such a great literal family. When I walked in, I was like, what a nice family. And you're like, hello, everyone. Yeah, like, that's so, so nice. She she came with me to the Grammys one year and was trying to help me pee through my Spanx. And I peed all over both of us. And I was like, that's the kind of mom she is. Wow. Where she would just like, we were giggling and we're like, what a glamorous life it is to be behind the stage. The so crowd. is she with Riley right now? Yeah, she's taking care of him. Okay, and there's she, nothing better. Seems like you have really great relationship with the people you work yeah, with. Yeah, they're like my best friends and they're my human beings. Like I, I named this child after one of my managers. Wow. That's how tight we are. That's so lucky. I feel like you hear oh a lot of- Oh my God, of... you never hear that. But I also I think so that must be a testament to you and like how you are to work with. I just and... call them my angels and I pick up. Everyone's like, how do you do it? I'm like, I pick good people and stick them around me. Well, if you have a good mom and you have a good family, that helps you extend yeah. to the people that you work with. And Yeah, a lot of people are like, you- live with your brothers i'm like yeah and i wait wouldn't. you live with your brothers they live in my house what the hell sorry i okay so wait i did <laughs> hear you hell? say you want a reality tv show at some point well we get and asked i a want lot. it I, you, <laughs> we get asked a lot but half my family like my mom my younger brother and my dad are like we don't need to be filmed but i'm like but you're here every day what are we gonna just tell you to duck and dive you like, know have you ever heard of that little show called the kardashians i, I was like this could be big no <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah there's and I, I don't ever feel famous until like those few little moments where all of a sudden everything is everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then I freak out, I'm like, oh. And with that, we will return right after this break. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. So you talk about stuff with your husband about what to share and whatnot. I yeah. mean, like in the book, you guys you talk about sex. You talk about, I love it. I'm like, <laughs> this is great. Um, and especially appreciate it around, again, what we were talking about, motherhood, pregnancy, because I think it's gotten better, but still people don't know what's up when they get pregnant. Yeah. Um, I heard you like wouldn't have sex during your last pregnancy. Are you doing that with this one? I couldn't do it. I'll, first of all, what's it called? What do I have? Vaginismus. What's I that? fully have it. What the hell? How are there so many things that can There's happen? There's so when many things. Um, well, I no, hear, I, that's oh. like not a pregnant thing. That's a vagina thing. I've been talking about how tight I am and how my husband is very big, and I thought that that was our problem because um, I have so much pain during sex. Ugh. Um, and after I have to like ice myself sometimes and it's good in the moment. It's not like I'm yeah. being tortured the whole time, but at the end I'm like, ouch, like stung. Um, and there's a, it, there's called something. Finally, I've been asking everyone vaginismus where I think it's going to really hurt. It's like mostly mental. I think it's really going to hurt apparently. And then I go, <laughs> Clench. And so I have to like go to physical therapy soon. And I'm like, I guess to I'll wait till this is out. Mm. And then like put like gauges or like rings up in me and stress. There's a whole thing that I, I get that don't want to um, deal the with. Speculum at the guy now. Did you like how I did that motion? Yeah, I was the like, speculum. What? what do you get? The speculum when they like open you up to oh, do yeah. it. I clench so hard. Yeah, it's like that. But, I hate but that. with someone I love and I'm attracted right, to. Right. I'm like, I swear it's not you. I'm like, I'm in it. 
I can have a fine time, yeah. you know, with other stuff. So I'm very satisfied. And mm-hmm. of my hubby, I take care of him. He's fine. He's satisfied. But it's, I, I'm it, not worried. It, it, yeah, <laughs> I just want to be. Clear. We're great. Yeah, we're great. Yeah. but I, it's tough. And then uh, being pregnant, I couldn't. In the begin, in that one, I I was just scared he's gonna poke it, and I, and I I know he's not, but like I couldn't. How dirty is this pod? It's pretty dirty. It's pretty dirty. You you want to get involved, but I don't want to go around my big belly. Yes, I just couldn't get turned on from the hey brother. <laughs> Hey brother, thanks for being here today. I her, couldn't get like I couldn't get turned on from that, you know. And I was like, yeah. it's a wrap. I will say there was a point for me when I was pregnant where I was like, there's a third person here. There's, a, there's someone else, <laughs> and like they're kicking yeah. and moving and whatever. <laughs> they're kicking. I'm like, I could shut it off, and then it'll just kick, kick, kick. I'm like, yeah, it's done. Yeah, he would chill sometimes for me you know what I mean nice. but like yeah no there was a moment like I'd lay on my side and I'd just literally feel like the baby just like hit the my bed my abs are like yeah ways to have sex with a big bump <laughs> I'm like no you're like I'm good on that one I'm good so are you just skipping yeah. it again um we tried to do it in the beginning of this round and it was better and easier but mm. now with my vaginismus I have a whole slew Other of problems so I gotta figure out that's okay. You just get pregnant again. Yeah, just do it again. And I thought, like, if I pushed out the baby, it would open things up for me. I thought mm. I was just super, super tight. Um, but it, I would have died if I, like, pushed out that baby. Well, you had the C-section. Yeah. Baby was breached, so I had a C-section. So You're going to do C again? Yes. Okay. I booked it, and it's ready to rock. It's nice when you just know. It's nice to know I have a day and a time. I'm like, the boy will be here at, mm-hmm. in that moment. But there's, it's a crazy battle in my mind of what do I do? Like, do I do a, a V back or do I do another C-section? And each choice sucked, you know? Yeah. Each, it's not like, this one's so much better. But then I heard a friend of a friend try to do a V back and almost died. And I was like, the first one was tough enough. Let's just try to go in with what we know and get through it. And hopefully this time I can have my baby on my chest right away. That didn't happen. No, he got taken right to the NICU and I was alone and they had my husband go with him. I read that the nurse said something about your antidepressants. Yeah, they didn't really have a name for what was going on. He just wasn't waking up and he had trouble breathing. Um, And having a C-section is traumatic for the mama and the baby. Of course. And my doctor's like, this happens 50% of the time. I was like, huh? Why have I never heard of that? You know, what do you mean? It happens all the time. And... I was like, well, what's wrong with him? Is he going to wake up? And they're like, it's just on his terms. We're just waiting for Riley. And I was like, well, tickle him or something. Get him up. What do you mean? That's there's so just scary. no answers. Right. The antidepressant comment, though, really rocked me. I was like, I that's was, so lame because it's so stressful. And, and I got, they said, somebody told me recently, like, go get his chart. What did it say? Yeah. And I got it. And it just says, mom, 27 antidepressants. And that was it. And So they basically I, blamed. Can you tell I the guess, story? Like, when I asked, what is it? A lot of people were like, it just happens. Like birth is traumatic for babies and no one gave me a real answer and they, there's no name for it. Um, but they say it happens all the time. I'm still confused. And I just know my psychiatrist who put me on the medicine like years ago was like, there's no science that says that. Plenty of people have perfect, easy births on this medication and you're on such a low dose. They can't just point to you. And you're like, you just had surgery. You feel horrible. You don't have your baby. And they're like, 
oh, it's your fault, you know? It's <laughs> and absolutely you're like, terrible. Oh, like, cool. As if, like, the the one thing you've been doing basically to try to take care of yourself is yeah. the one thing that's hurting your I was like, I didn't have baby. any depression in my pregnancy. Ugh. I didn't have any postpartum because I stayed God on that bless. medicine. Yeah. Yeah, I got so lucky. And I'm, well, that's I'm really on important it for Riley, too. Yeah. You know? They were like, happy mama, happy baby. You write about being, like, lonely in pregnancy, but also, like, seeking community. And I really had that experience, too. Like, I just couldn't believe how alone you feel in your experience even when there's so many people around you who love you surrounded by love yeah yeah and you're just like but it's my body and i'm I'm the one who's feeling these things and trying to relay them and communicate them i'm in a house of men i'm in a house of boys i shouldn't say men boys Sorry, I love you, Ben. Um, and they don't, I don't know, I feel like, you know. Yeah, but even my girlfriends, know. it's like, we would talk about it and everybody's pregnancy is so different. And, yeah. you know, you're explaining something and they're like, I don't know exactly. And Yeah, well, I, I have a, a mom's group that mm. I was in, uh, still in, hey. And uh, we had dinner together and we all explained our birth stories and they were just so significantly different. So wildly different. I think crazy. that's part of the problem, right? It's not just about people not talking about stuff. It's that... It's so different for everyone that you can't really, you know, you can tell people how it could go and about your experience, but nothing can totally prepare you. And my whole book is like, this probably won't even happen to you. But for me, here's what happened. And it sucked. Or, Or like, and it was awesome. I hear your mom group is kind of fab. They're kind of famous. They're kind of cool. Come on, name drop your mom group. My mom group is not. I mean, I love my mom group, but they're. My mom group, my everything. They're not famous. Um, I didn't know it'd be such a big deal, but it's such a big deal. So there was like Mandy Moore. Ever heard of her? Oh, um, damn. Queen. Okay. Um, Hillary Duff started it all. Okay. Yeah, okay. My job. Um, Ashley Tisdale. It's crazy. We all had babies like in around the same month. Mm-hmm. I, um, Mandy Moore yeah. and I were very close. I remember like looking at her pictures and being like, okay, she's this big. That means I'm like going to be. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at yours and I was like, I look exactly like that. That's right. <laughs> You looked great you when you were a, pregnant. Thank you so much. You um, look great right now. You look perfect. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, I, I remember your pictures. That was the first time I like became obsessed with you. Oh my god, that's um, so sweet. I <laughs> did not want to take those pictures. I felt really? I had reached the point where like I have pictures of my face now, and I'll show people, and they're like, "That doesn't even look like you." Me too. It was Swollen. so puffy. I my it looked like my lips were like, and I had yeah. my nose was like three times yeah. bigger. It I happens, looked though. really young, which was cool, but like I also had like no jawline. And yeah, so yeah, my yeah. friend, Rinelle, who no, took the pictures, yeah. she was, no, I, I didn't. <laughs> um, she was like, uh, come on, like, you're going to want to do this. So she came over to my apartment and I trust her. She shot me before whatever. But I was kind of a little bit like, these might be going in the garbage. And then she sent them to me and I was like, oh, shit. And now, of course, I love them. It was like yeah. such a beautiful moment. But I didn't feel good. No, yeah. I recommend doing it at seven months. Like, I want to go home and try to do some mm-hmm. um, before you get too too big because then walking anywhere is just a nightmare um i did mine with my brother and that was traumatic for him (laughs) why was it we got through it because you know a nip slip you know Uh the outfits are like not real clothes you know so he'd be like could you close your leg or like you know (laughs) could you could you cover it up it's just he'd be like yeah, I got it. <laughs> He's like, that's great. Thank you yeah, so much. <laughs> that's hilarious. And we'll be right back with more Megan Trainer after this break. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. 
You seem so, like such a like joyful, like together person, which you obviously are. But Thank like, you. I also, cried myself you, to sleep. <laughs> I was just gonna say. So you also talk about your mental health journey and like. Oh yeah. I think it's really nice that. What is that like? That juxtaposition of being like. Well, I, I write all these songs and I, I come out here and promote joy because it's something I need. You know, mm -hmm. it's for me first, and then it, if it helps others, like that's a dream. That's a, that's a great way to use a platform. You know, so I um. I write it for myself. I am a fragile being. Um, I think the only thing that's made me feel really strong is being a mom mm -hmm. and surviving birth and making a baby. And then everything else would take one day at a time. So being pregnant was really great for me to like appreciate my body yeah, in ways that, that I hadn't before. Whole different level. Yeah. And, and does that, was that a big switch for oh, you? Oh, yeah. And then learning how to take care of my body after the baby. Because I, I, at my biggest, I got pregnant with Riley. I gained my COVID-15 and I was like 185 and I felt horrible. But I knew it was COVID time too. So I was like, whatever, I'll just, I'll figure it out and I'll be pregnant. And then I was, I was miserable. And after that, I lost the baby weight with a dietitian. And, but a lot of people don't have those things. Yeah. So I was very lucky and learned learned how to rewire my brain to be like, oh, not every feeling is food, you know? Um, it doesn't have to be. We could celebrate in other ways. I learned good, healthy tricks. I learned food that I do love. Mm -hmm. um, I learned how to listen to my body of like, you're full. You know, I didn't have that before. I was like, no one else like eats till it hurts. And she was like, no, not always, you know? Yeah. So, and then I learned how to work out and weight train. I was always like walking on the treadmill forever or like trying to run and just wheezing oh, and I being miserable. Running. I hate it. <laughs> um, but when I weight train, I was losing weight and getting strong. And I was like, oh, this is badass. So with my pre second pregnancy, I went in. So I was 185 with Riley's. I went in on this pregnancy at 155. So I'm petite. And <laughs> I felt so much better in this pregnancy. I mean, and the extra layer of public scrutiny is, I mean, that's just so, with mental health, with your relationship to your body, that must be so hard. It is for everyone I know. But yeah. then if you also like have had this experience where you like learning to love yourself, shit, you, the whole world's commenting on you, it's hard. You know what I get in public that's really, I don't love this. So if you come up to me, don't say this. They're like, well, you're actually like not that big. Um, and they think that's such a compliment. I'm like, <laughs> will you? Um, and they're like, whoa, you're not even fat. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> so oh, that's, it's so... that's the only thing that bugs me. I don't like try to go look for mean comments, but that one, that one's in my face. You know? It sucks because I do think that people want to connect. <laughs> Amy Schumer, who I'm friends with, always talks about that. It was like the way that people will talk about her body. And they're like, oh my God, you're not like ugly and fat after Yo. all. After all, it turns out. And it's like, no shit. Yeah, it's crazy. What about the transformation postpartum with your body? Like, I had to accept that there were just some things that were never going to be the same. Yeah, the stretch marks are permanent. So that one rattled me. Yeah. Um, my husband thinks they're gorgeous, which That's is so, so nice. weird to me. Um, I don't think they're gorgeous, but he tries to tell me details of what why they're pretty. He's like, this one's like iridescent. And I was like, stop touching it. <laughs> but oh, I'm that's learning so to lovely. love them and... The scar, I've never had a scar. I've never broken a bone or had stitches. So the scar that went opposite direction of the stretch marks, that I used to tell people, like, it looks like a lawnmower went over me. So I'm trying to not say things like that anymore <laughs> and trying to love it. My therapist made me stand ass naked in front of the mirror for five minutes every day. And the first day I was shaking and sweating and was like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. And by like day three, I was like, she got good legs, you know? 
Like I watched my brain chemicals change and rewire themselves. Yeah. So, it's working. Yeah. It's a constant battle. Blech. I always say that. I'm Every like, day. it just doesn't happen. It's not like a switch. It yeah, doesn't matter how much like, therapy you do. I know there's a baby growing in me, but I'll be like naked getting into the shower nowadays. And I'm like, I am massive. And my husband's like, there's no a baby. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. This is big, you know? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm growing life. Sorry, I forgot. Your husband is so supportive. He's and you talk about it. He like rubs your feet every night and yeah. shaves you when you're pregnant. Well, yeah, he, he's like, no, I didn't. And I was like, you don't remember, dude? I made you shave me before the C-section so they didn't have any traffic. You know, they didn't have they didn't have anything to run into. He's like, I bought that He's up. like, oh, yes, I remember this. I love that he doesn't even remember it. Yeah, he blacks it out. Um, but he, he does so much for me all the time. He, he, it's like above and beyond. I can't even get into things that he does because they're so intimate, you know? Yeah. We're I mean, that couple um, that's like, can you look at something for me? I'm not sure about it, you know? Or like I had bloody diapers for so long, but in a C-section, you can't bend over. It hurts. Can't even so walk upstairs. Changed, yeah, so he changed my diapers for like a month and was like, here, pass me those. Like literally took care of me. And I know if anything horrific, I hope it never does, happens to me, he will be there. That's so beautiful. my nurse and my lover in life. Does he love being a dad as much as you love being a mom? Yeah, he's so good at it. How fun. He loves, he's like, and before me, he didn't picture himself having kids or being a husband. And now he's like, we need to make so many kids. So I'm like, so, oh no. That's so romantic. He's so good. I know, right? You guys fell in love quick. He's it was like king. six days, right? You days. said, I love you. Yeah. And then we were we became one. It's all in the book, folks. Now we breathe each other's air. <laughs> so, my brother thinks we're bizarre. He's I mean, like, it's like aliens. It's like disgusting and yeah, cool yeah, 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 simultaneously. Yeah. Where yeah. you're like, no way, no. And then you're like, so cool. Yeah. <laughs> people like people judge us a lot of like that we pee together and stuff. But I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, you don't know what love is. Sorry, you're not totally in love like we are. Sorry. You just have like serious intimacy. Yeah. So he's just been fully integrated into yeah, been the trainers. All yeah. right. Well, I want the show to happen. Okay. I have some requests. No. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, like, I'm so sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I really, I'd like that. One thing you've talked about also is, uh, it's in the book, the panic attack that you had uh, yes. on CB and not being able to even recognize that it was a panic attack. Yeah. That's I, happened to me too. I didn't know, I was uneducated at the time. I didn't know what was happening. I thought I was dying, you know? So I was like, oh guys, I'm dying in another Can you tell the story of the experience? Um, I was definitely overworked. I overworked myself. I said yes to everything. And I was crumbling. And I kept having to cancel because I was going through vocal surgery while I was like at the peak of like Me Too and No, those two songs. So I was like on top of the world, but I felt like I'm barely hanging on. And my assistant read me my schedule that week at 4 a.m., like getting ready for the Good Morning show or something I was doing. And I was reading the nominees for the Grammys for the year after I won. Simultaneously. Yeah. Jesus Christ. My first panic attack ever was when she was reading my schedule and I was like, how am I supposed to do all those things? And then, and I just like went into screaming, crying, like can't breathe. And, but I got that first time ever where you feel like cold, but sweating. And I was like, oh, I'm having a heart attack. Like I'm dying. Um, and uh, my husband and, my, or he was my boyfriend at the time, and my assistant, my bestie, she, they were like, it, this is a panic attack, it's okay. Let's start naming things in the room. Like they've already been through wow. this in life and I never yeah. have. So I was like, what do you mean? And when I finally calmed down after a long time, they were like, so that was a panic attack. Then the rest of the day I was like, when's it gonna happen? You know, I had that, and that's called something where it's like pre-panic, you know, where <laughs> you're mm -hmm. like, it's gonna happen at any second. It's like an earthquake. 
And you lo- talk about losing control. Yeah, you he shut lost down. all control. And yeah. I was like trying to keep it together to get through the show with Gail King. And we were live. I like read through it and I got through it. But as soon as they were like, and we're off. I was supposed to run to another interview, but I sat down and the same thing happened and everyone on Gail King's team watched me have oh, a full panic attack. Which obviously added. It was so embarrassing. And, but she became my pen pal after that for like a year and took care of me. That's really she was nice. like, you gotta take care of yourself. And I was like, yes, ma'am. But yeah, it was embarrassing. And I and my team looked at me and was like, we gotta get her home. And I canceled everything. I was supposed to get an award at like Billboard Women in Music that week and perform. It was like the biggest week of my life and I had to go home and cancel because I was, my body was shutting down on me without me being there. Well, because you had been ignoring basically what it needed, right? I I finally, I was just suffering for months of having these on and off. And a psychiatrist finally was like, explained it to me in science. And I liked that. was like, your chemicals are like this. It's very simple. We just got to get them back to here. Because I was like, no, I'm going to be in a psych war like this forever. Like, I'm sure of it. And you're like, um, I've lost it. I'm yeah, I was like, I've, I've just lost, I've started seeing things. Things were moving. I was like, how powerful is my brain? And I, I mean, stress is lost. really powerful. Yeah, it's so. Uh, it's and when you're like, I don't have control of that, and that's running the system. You're like, I'm done, right? Like, how my career's over, everything's over. Sorry, everyone, I'm done. Couldn't handle it. Yeah. Um, but I met that psychiatrist, and he. Um, explained to me what medicine could do and could help. And he's like, not every medicine works for everyone. And like, sometimes you have to switch it up. But I got lucky. The first one he gave me worked. And after a month of being on them, the vibrations and fear stopped. Oh, I'm so happy for you. I was like, I can live life and go back to work and like be happy. He was like, yeah. And I was on those for like five years. And I still am. What do you mean? It was like five years ago. <laughs> what um what other things have you done? Like you mentioned that you don't feel famous unless you're, you know, when you're just like being yourself and with your family. Yeah. Do you not Google yourself? I'm, I'm no no no. Can't okay. can't Google yourself. Plus I hate the pictures they choose. Ugh. I was like ten years old. Well, and um, the way that they take <laughs> things you say out of context. Oh yeah, it's horrific. It's, it's horrific. Uh, I mean, usually mm-hmm. I have like really nice comments, so they're okay, but I've told them recently, like, I'll shut it down. I can't. So I you can't just go in don't. There. You're like, eh, I don't hear anything. I'm like, I'll post. Yeah, right now I'm in that zone. Well, you're pregnant. So I just go on YouTube important. now and I go to animals saving humans <laughs> or animals giving birth. That's what I've been up to. Do you watch TikToks to relax? I do. I do. Yeah. I'm a doom scroller. And I I'm am. a, I love mom talk. I'm a mom I love talk. the moms that are like, the best videos are they're like, here's what I packed for my hospital bag. And then they stitch it and they go, I didn't use any of that. Yeah, here's what I 100%. actually used. Yeah. You're really good at TikTok. So when do you decide to post a TikTok? You're just like today, like you talked about getting your pregnancy test. What translates in your brain? You're like, let's do this. Sometimes it's like a random idea. Sometimes if I'm like promoting a book, we'll be like, you know, it'd be fun if, if we do this, you know, it's always like a discussion and a, does everyone think this is cool? And it's a team effort. And then some days I'm like, I'm going to film my workout, my pregnancy workout and just like try to do a voiceover. Let's see what happens. The voiceovers make me feel so official and cool. I'm like, you're good at them though. No, I was I've like, only done I love it. I feel like I'm in an ASMR thing and I'm like, yeah, oh, and right. here we are We're now. We're not going to scream. <laughs> 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 are you enjoying this video? 
oh you should do that no i should have hot girl voice no i lost my voice a couple weeks ago thank you so much it alternates from feeling a little sexy i'm like i'm scarlett johansson and then um johansson (laughs) and then other times i'm like especially when i'm calling for my son it sounds like a pterodactyl died well, thank you so much for coming here. You so sweaty. are incredible. Yes. Um, Woo. Check out your, your book is out. Yes, Dear Future Mama. Very exciting. Thank you so much. Uh, you're such a queen. All right, everyone. That was Megan Trainer. Thank you so much, Megan. It was really nice to finally get to chat in person. Been a fan for a minute. Congrats on having a little boy, baby number two. All right, so everyone who listened to this episode, I say it every time. I feel like you guys don't listen. No, I'm kidding. Go to hilo.fm, submit more voice notes. We use those for the subscription episode that comes out once a week. Talk back, love that episode. Love hearing from all of you about things that we've covered in conversation or in the solo episodes that come out on Thursday. Speaking of which, that is when I will be hearing from you next. So see you all Thursday and hope you enjoyed the conversation. High Low with Emrata is a Sony Music Entertainment and Bitch Era Media production. Our executive producers are me, Emily Ratajkowski, Matt Raz, and Sarita Wesley. Our showrunner is Matt Raz. Our associate producer is Rachel Choder. Today's episode was engineered by Samantha Gatsik with original music by The Crystal Pharaoh.